Hey everybody, what's going on? This is another live episode of Real Estate Titans. Thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured titan for today, Greg Luchek. Greg, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks, Greg, for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, definitely, I've had a lot of my thought partners and good friends in the business, Chris Cowles, Camelia Corey, Aaron Robinson, Shannon Shingle, many more. So oh, I'm excited gosh. to share with you some of my philosophies and ideas. Thanks so much. For sure. Yeah. And, and you mentioned a lot of really, really great Titans. So shout out to everybody out there um, as well. And you know, this is really exciting because when two Gregs collide, so everybody, <laughs> Only good things can happen. this is going to be a great episode. That's what I got to say. We're a little biased, but uh, so Greg, let's just jump into the series of questions for everybody to get to know Definitely. you a little bit better. So uh, tell everybody a little about yourself. Okay. You know, before I do that, I'd be oh, yeah, remiss yeah, yeah. if I don't tell. I have a funny anecdote uh, that I have to share. Yeah, I love it. And the, the beginning is probably the best place to do it. So I'm at a closing. This is maybe six months ago, okay. five months ago, maybe. I'm at a closing. This is an agent I used to work with maybe eight years ago, nine years ago. So I knew her. We're sitting at the closing table, and she's like, you know, Greg, I just want to tell you I love your video content. I'm like, thanks so much. I appreciate it because I do a fair amount of video content on my listings and things like that. For sure. She's kind of talking about it. I'm like, oh, thanks so much. I'm really humble, appreciative, you know, yada, yada. As we get towards the end of the closing, she's like, uh, so let me know when I can be on Titans next. <laughs> it took me about three minutes, and I realized she thought I was Greg Fowler. I'm just like, what the... Well, the, the, the Her mind is blown right now. She thinks uh, there's two of us. The, there's two of us. We are, we are brothers. Uh, you know, and it comes, well, I think maybe with the beards, the, the suits, maybe. you know, maybe the, the first name. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. <laughs> Great story. So, okay, so a little bit about myself. Yeah. Um, so from San Francisco Bay Area, originally lived there until I was about 19, 20 years old. Okay. Um, went to high school there, a little bit of college there. Uh, moved up to Spokane, Washington, lived there. There for about six years wow. so total culture shock um, went to school for some marketing some graphic design stuff okay. um, that's really serviced me in, in the industry now definitely hmm. came to Colorado found myself in Colorado in 2005 um, well I was doing some odd jobs was doing like uh, insurance claims um, worked for a real estate company doing some marketing work for them um, basically found myself 29 years old kind of back against the wall didn't really know what to do and I was like you know I'm gonna give it a shot it's 2009 the market was was not strong. Uh, decided to get my real estate license and go from there, and it was the definitely the most fortuitous decision I've ever made, for sure. Unreal. And, and into that time frame, uh, you know, obviously when you talk to a lot of professionals, some of the worst times that people think to yeah. get in are the best times. Yeah. So, uh, what was the progression in your thought process to to dive into real estate? Was there an inspiration for you? What was why? I mean, yeah, yeah. Real estate. That yeah, let's do this. You know, it's funny. It's like one of those things where you're, you're in the office and, and the office I worked at was ERA Shields for a little bit. So, okay. I, I mean, they had some top professionals in there for sure. Yeah. And it's funny. You get to see what some of the top people are doing. And they're sort of like a, you know, I can kind of do that, right? Sure. <laughs> and so it's like, why not try, man? I can do that. And then um, it was 2009. So so the expired market was hot. Okay. You know, um, again, my back was against the wall. I was 29 years old at the time. Mm. And just sort of like... Was just completely unmotivated with everything I'd done before that. Um, again, I was working odd jobs, and it'd be like 15 minute break. Let's go to the batting cages for an hour. It's just like <laughs> I what I was doing. Sure. Um, so got into real estate. Loved the pressure of sort of everything being on me for okay. sure. Um, that was extremely liberating right off the bat. And wow. uh, man, I'll tell you what, I was spending 20 hours a week just pounding the phones, cold calling expired listings for sale by owners, um, anybody I could get, anybody I could get on the phone. Wow. 
Wow. Totally. And I was really, really diligent about it at first. I mean, like eight to noon, I was doing nothing but prospecting expireds, setting them up, going. Um, and if I made an appointment from one of those calls, it was super important that I set it after the noon time frame because it gets very, very easy to, I've got an appointment at 10, no problem, who needs the prospect anymore? But right. um, yeah, it's super critical to fill the pipeline that way. Wow. And it got me really good in that market with, uh, you know, what needed to be done with listings. So whether it was some additional marketing that needed to be put into it or if the house needed to be cleaned or repaired or fixed or just you know, staged or whatever it was. Um, so I think those are definitely lessons that I carry with me today. Okay. A lot of the houses I list for sure. I, I love that too because you were talking about really some of the fundamentals when it comes to the business is you know, hitting the phones, getting involved, really you know, trafficking that information, time blocking, treating it like a business. Yeah. Uh, was there anybody in particular uh, or a group that influenced you this way or was that just something that you learned over time or you know Where did you get that mentality yeah. from Greg? Yeah, it's difficult. I mean, I've always been like hyper competitive okay. um, So I did I knew I didn't want to fail at it mm -hmm. and once I sort of realized that that it's all on me Again, I think that was a real liberating sort of factor in like it's on me. I get to go after it um, I don't have any excuses if I fail, right? Sure um, But as far as mentorship, I really have never had a pure mentor in the business I've been okay. getting into trying to mentor some younger agents nowadays. Love it. I think it's important I definitely had some some agents that were very generous with their time meeting me for lunch and things like that mm -hmm. I'd Ask anybody who I respected out to lunch and, and see if I could buy them a meal and, and just pick their brain for an hour and a half oh, Love it. And I definitely had some agents that were definitely um, well, willing and, and generous with their time for sure. So thank you for them. Okay. Uh, no doubt about it. But um, yeah, it, it's just being tenacious, man. Getting after the phones, getting reps. Uh, so many new agents think you just kind of turn on your license and the phone starts ringing. <laughs> right. You got to go make it happen. Sure. You have to make it happen for sure. That's that's beautiful advice for everybody out there. And we haven't even gotten in the advisory portion. This is gonna be good great. stuff already. This is, this is good. So <laughs> let, let's go into uh, the next question. Kind of get everybody a little deeper understanding yeah. you. So what's your why, Greg? What motivates you to do what you do to the level you do it at? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. So um, again, hyper competitive person. I've always had a real competitive personality. Uh, I'm definitely the type where I hate to lose more than I love to win sure. kind of thing. <laughs> okay. um, so got in the business, was pretty, um, I think ahead of the curve for the most part in a tough market. I was, uh, did about 20, 25 deals my first full year in the business. Hmm. Um, moved that to about 27 deals my second year and then into the 30s. Right. So um, pretty good and I was at sort of a, a pay nothing, get nothing company at the time. Right. So I wasn't getting a ton of support early on. Okay. Uh, but again, just being tenacious, getting after, trying to convert and go from there. It was about year five, uh, sold about 16 million that year. Love it. Did about 60, pro 60 properties, closed on. And that was about the time where I sort of realized that, okay, this is what you're meant to do. This okay. is it. Um, and ever since then, I think my why kind of transitioned from, until then, not failing. Right. Um, and I see a lot of agents now that kind of come in and they say they love it and they're ready to go. Like agents, I know there's a lot of young agents in the business. Honestly, it's okay to have that feeling of this could all go away tomorrow. Your first two, three years in the business, that's super normal. Uh, I firmly believe it takes about five years to get good in awesome. this business at all. Yep. But um, for about year five on, I, again, I did about 16 million. That was about the time that I sort of realized that that this was my path and this is sort of what I was meant to do. And from then on, it was just trying to be the best me I can be, trying to be the best realtor I can be, trying to be the best business professional I can be. Uh, had to undo a lot of bad habits, still trying to undo a lot of bad habits for me for sure. but. Um, just constantly trying to improve, constantly trying to strive. Um, definitely love what I do, and just just that's what gets me up every day. Okay. That's what gets me going every morning. Just trying to 
compete with the top people in the industry that I really, really respect, for sure. Hmm. And obviously, you're in the ranks of that, Greg. I mean, you know, appreciate you that. being as a titan, it, it is about, you know, really uh, giving and caring and longevity, mm -hmm. but also the impact that you have in the community. It's mm -hmm. fantastic. Your reputation is impeccable. So everybody out there that knows that is watching, this is a, this is a true deal. Um, I think that you had a lot of really great um, insight into that, so hopefully people took away. I mean, it took time. Yeah. It didn't happen overnight, yeah. but you kept going. Um, whatever uh, fuel that you needed to add to your fire, which was really not wanting to fail. Mm -hmm. Look, whatever that carrot is or whatever you need to do to continue to grow, stick on to that, but then constantly move forward, which you've done. So mm -hmm. uh, I think that's great advice for everybody out there. And it's like I, I was talking with um, uh, a mentee of mine, Mason Buck, who's a, a good friend and, uh, and great, great, young, great young realtor, yeah, right? really is. Um, and I was talking to him, and, and he's been doing it for uh, a couple of years, and he's even ahead of the curve more than I am. And we were sort of talking about it, and I was telling him, like, it's okay to to not feel like you've got it yet. And he mentioned to me that he's like, yeah, I mean, it's, it could be all gone tomorrow. I said, you know, that's totally normal to feel that way. I felt that way. I think it would be, you wouldn't be being realistic if you didn't feel that way, right? Sure. And so um, excited to see his transition. And for all the young realtors, I think it's important to see that transition yourself from where you are now to the next, you know, year five, year six, um, and see that learning curve and that proficiency just continue to, to accelerate for sure. Love it. Great stuff. Okay. So let's go into on the advisory portion. Okay. Let's go into that question. So a lot of the uh, fellow viewers that are, that are watching this right now, they really want to know what the Titans are doing to grow their business, mm -hmm. really expand what they're doing. So if you could look back at your career thus far mm -hmm. and pick or choose one or two things that you might've added to take it from one level to the next, what does that look like? For yeah. You? Yeah. Um, so prospecting like crazy when you're starting out. I think I think uh, when I'm looking at agents for my team, I think number one uh, hunger is is number one on the list. I need somebody who's hungry, just really ready to get after it. Yeah. Willingness to learn, willingness to to curve. Um, I think the other thing, one of the things that I really did that accelerated my business is I was kind of year three in the business. Mm -hmm. um, I'd done done some work myself um, and decided to move over to Cobalt Banker at the time, okay. where I'm at now, um, and get in with their relocation department. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the thought process being is I sort of signed sort of a company-friendly deal, did some relocation business that doesn't pay the best. Um, I just need to get as many reps in the chair with listing appointments and competitive listing appointments as humanly possible. Uh, so that sort of accelerated my business. I wasn't exactly quite getting paid for it, but I think for anybody who's kind of, kind of coming up in the business, you just need as many repetitions as humanly possible, as many sit-downs at listing appointments, as many uh, objection-overcoming exercises with clients as many listings as you can get your hand on as many buyers as you can get around because you're going to learn so much hmm. from all of that and i think the first five years in the business your your learning curve is like every six months you're looking back and you're saying i didn't know what i was doing six months ago wow and then you start hitting year five year six and then maybe every year you're looking back and seeing how much you've grown and and where you can tweak your game and where you can improve and things like that but uh, just do as much business as possible i see a lot of new agents that are coming in that start getting really concerned with splits and what they're getting on right off the bat. And, and this is a business I think that's, that's easy to monetize mm -hmm. when you're good at it. Right. But it takes a lot of experience, a lot of reps to get good at it. Sure. Um, for anybody, even the most talented agents coming into the business for sure. So um, I think that was a big, big step for me was, was doing that, um, just getting in and, and uh, again, getting on the relocation program, getting a lot of, uh, of uh, opportunities with that mm -hmm. whether they be buyers it also sort of was like gasoline to my database 
which was great as well. So it really started helping with the referral base and things like that. Cool. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of really good uh, information into there. And, and again, pulling it apart, I think, for the, the newer professionals and even some of the seasoned professionals that are kind of just you know, resting, right? Mm -hmm. They hit a certain yeah. number, maybe it's not the level that you're currently at, but they've hit a certain number that they're comfortable. But to get out of that comfort zone, to, to get in the reps, I think everybody needs to constantly just get into the reps and it's that, that law of 10,000, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you really just have to spend the time and learn and grow, understand that it does take time, right? But then you're, you're not stopping. I mean, you're still growing to today, right? Totally. You hit the volume you hit, but you're still learning. Well, and like, as you mentioned, a lot of realtors that have been in the business a little bit that have done some business, they started getting to the point where they get so much referral business, which is great. It is. But they start resting on that a little bit too, where they can kind of come in and because I was referred from a friend or because it was a past client, I don't really need to go in and give them my full listing presentation. I don't quite have to let them know exactly what we're doing. We can just kind of come in, price the house, take the listing and go. Sure. Um, I, I literally listed my mother's house recently and I went in to meet with my mother and I'm like, you're still going to get the full 90 minutes sit down. We're going to go from here. Because I want her to know what we're doing. I want to set their expectations as far as marketing of the property, what I expect from them from... Um, getting our stager in there, what it needs to look like, what it needs to feel like. Um, and I think with all of our clients, I think that's a lot easier to refer when it's, hey, just call Greg, he's a great guy. That resonates, but it doesn't resonate as well as my friend Greg's a realtor and he does this and this and this and this and he got my house sold in however many days for this price. Right. Right. So make sure you're setting those expectations with your clients, with your friends, uh, and just what you're bringing to the table because to excel in this business, we have to bring something extra to the table. It's typically not just like, Suave looks or winning personality for sure. Sure. Um, you're bringing something extra to the table, so make sure whatever that is that you are bringing to the table, share that with your clients so they can share that with their friends and, and for all things. I, I, I love that advice, and it sparks up a conversation that I had, I think it was two weeks ago, and uh, it was a top producer here in our marketplace in the Springs, and uh, she had been doing this for a long time. Uh, great success, great reputation in the community, that sort of thing. But it was really interesting, the conversation, and it was talking about when she got in years ago, and I think she moved here to the Springs in the 70s. Uh, when it came down to it, she said, it's a different business. She said, back in the day, it was more you know, people and engagement, not that that's gone away, but it wasn't really a business. Sure. It was you know, a social atmosphere, and hey, I can list your home, I can help you buy it. You have to be a top business professional in real estate. This is not just a hobby anymore. Sure. And that, those are through her words, which I thought was fantastic. And with so much technology, too, it's so easy to see the difference, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just who you know, but it's so easy to access anybody in the city, right? So we always have to make sure we're putting ourselves, uh, again, put, our, put what we bring to the table a little bit differently. And, and we talked about a little bit off air, but there's so mm -hmm. many different ways to skin a cat in this business. There's oh, so yeah. many different things that other people do well. Um, I always call this business like a gumbo, right? There's no like set, uh, there's no set skill that goes into it, right? There's sure. like a million different ingredients that go in to make for somebody successful in this business. Right. Uh, and so kind of the ingredients of everybody's gumbo looks and feels a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And there's no set, like I can't just give you my playbook and all of a sudden you you take over my business and, and alleviate me completely, right? So um, yeah, putting yourself out there and making sure that, that with what we have techno with technology right now, mm -hmm. it's so easy to, to see what everybody's doing and make sure you're putting your differentiating prospect out there for sure, your okay. value. Yeah. Okay. So that's great advice for everybody out there. So hopefully everybody wrote that down. This is huge stuff. So Greg, let's go into... People have pens? Ah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's on the iPad. That's what it is. Okay. It, it's, a it's a digital pen. It's a digital pen. 
good, good point. So let's let's go into the the tricky part of this particular okay. interview and series, but it really gives a window into to who you are as a man, as a professional. So it's the challenge question. Okay. So if you could look back at your life thus far, kind of you know pick or choose a challenge that you dealt with or dealing with that mm-hmm. you are either working through now or that you overcame that you became a stronger man because of it. What does that look like for you? Yeah. Um, number one, I think this business is so. Um, unique in that it's so self-motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all have our own personal stories and I certainly have mine. Um, it's difficult. My personal life, uh, you know, my childhood and things like that, I think have given me some real benefits and some mm-hmm. real value in this business. I think I carry like a chip on my shoulder almost always. Okay. So I've never been the type where it's like, I'm a, I'm a 20 million in volume. Okay, that's enough. I'm happy. Right. I'm a 25 million in volume. That's enough. I'm happy. Um, my team will My team will close. Uh, over 40 million this year and we're like pushing going into next year Um, just never satisfied which is great Mm -hmm. in this business because it doesn't put like an artificial cap on myself Mm -hmm. Um, of course as usual I think some of our biggest strengths always sort of double as our weaknesses in other aspects of our life Um, so I think that hurts me in other in other areas of my life whether it be some of my personal relationships and things like that for Mm -hmm. sure um, I think the biggest challenge business-wise that I've sort of dealt with, I'm, I'm kind of dealing with right now, okay. and that's sort of team building. About this time last year, I, I formed a team, and I was very, very cautious about it for a long time. I really, as we talked about, I really wanted to make sure I was at a place for it. I didn't want to race to get into a team. I wanted to make sure that I was super proficient with everything I was doing, that I was super confident of the stuff that I was doing okay. um, before I felt like I wanted to take on other people and I could lead them. Um, so this time last year, I started a team. Um, had it up to about five agents with four agents right now on the team for four admin staff as well um, really love the team but it, it's a real challenge kind of cultivating those leadership skills that you need mm-hmm. um, and doing that setting aside time for training setting setting aside time to be a, a, a useful leader while still setting the tone as a salesman as well sure um, so I think you know selling what I want to sell as far as volume and balancing that with with building a culture with the team is is very difficult and still something that I'm sort of struggling with a little bit for sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I've got great great uh, again Camelia Corey is a friend of mine. We we yeah. brainstorm all the time. She's she's really really good with it. Um, and so right now what I'm sort of doing to get past that is I'm trying to meet with her, meet with Aaron Robinson as a team in my office. We meet all the time. Uh, brainstorm with some other thought partners and things like that. Love it. Um, doing a lot of research and uh, on leadership. Uh, we talked about it, some of the best, I think, insight you can get as people outside of the industry too. Agreed. Uh, so just basic basic leadership techniques from um, clients of mine that are in the military. How mm-hmm. do they lead in that in that aspect, in other business fields? Um, so that's really what my focus is in, in becoming the best leader I can be now as well as, as the best salesman I can be. Okay, and, and that, that's a, a tough struggle and challenge to do. Yeah. So, I mean, thanks for sharing that and, and for everybody out there. I think it's given an insight into you as a businessman and, and what you're kind of dealing with right now to try to scale. Um, there was a, a fellow Titan that was on the series, uh, Jeff Johnson, and, and he had mentioned... Um, he does it really well, by the way. He does the team thing. Uh, really well. I, I, just, yeah. I, think, I think he really has a beautiful understanding of that. And, and one thing that I took away, so Jeff, you're watching. Hey, Jeff. Um, but... What it came down to was, uh, you know, really hiring and bringing on the right people and empire builders. And uh, obviously that's what you're doing and you're bringing the right people, the pieces of the puzzle. Um, I think that that's crucially important to scale, right? Because you can't do it all. And and what I think what you realize when you're going into forming a team, how much to scale, who to bring on, Mm -hmm. I think that's sort of... uh, 
difficult to project, right? You learn as you go a lot of it. I think when it was just me and, and some of my admin staff, it was very, very easy to be fluid. And I could right. shift left and right as I needed to, and, and, and that was very, very easy. When you have a team, it's like moving a tanker. It's much, much more difficult, right? right. Um, and with every hire, you start learning a little bit more as far as what are the questions you need to be asking, what are the uh, things that you need to look for, who's going to be a fit for the culture, how big do we want to be? Do we want to be 10 agents? Do we want to be four agents? Sure. Uh, et cetera. So yeah, it's a challenge. It's definitely a challenge. It's something I think we'll continue to get good at. I'm hoping this doesn't take five years to get good at, but we'll go from there. No, I won't. I, I, can, I can see it scaling yeah. real quick, right? That, that's the truth. That's the truth <laughs> right there. So let's go into uh, the next question, which I think is really good. It's one of my favorite questions. Okay. Um, it's the travel back in time. So okay. if you could travel back in time and give young Greg a piece of advice or two, what would you say to your younger self? Yeah, uh, kick myself in the butt a little bit for sure. <laughs> okay. No, um, moved to Colorado sooner. I don't know. I love, I love it here. I love, I love it. it here. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I think one of the most fulfilling things for me that I did about year four and year five okay. that really helped me with my business plan uh, with my business was business planning. Um, and to everybody out there, I think with your business plan, I think it's crucially, crucially important. I've seen a lot of these sort of stock business plans that are read how many units you want to sell, how many of them are buyers, how many are sellers, right. how many hours you need to plug in and go from there, which is great. But one of the things I think I did that was so transformative in my business that I wish I would have done a little bit earlier, um, and even before I got into the business with life, was really personalizing my business plan as much as possible. Hmm. Um, when you want to get to bed, when you want to wake up, how much money you want to be in your checking account at the end of the year, your business savings account, your retirement accounts any investments you want to make at the end of the year. Um, anything like that, I think it's crucially important that, that you get out there ahead of time, keep in front of you, revisit that at least monthly, um, and really get out, get out and look at. Uh, I think that was a, a really, really important piece of my career growth, for sure. Um, and again, I think if that was something I would have looked at and targeted at a younger age, just kind of planning my year out, mapping my year out, I think that would have been um, hugely important, for sure. Okay. For sure. Another thing that I do uh, now that I think is, is um, super fulfilling for me personally is I'm on the board at the Colorado Springs Conservatory, which is uh, a music school for kids K-12 through in, uh, here in the Springs, downtown. Awesome, awesome group, awesome organization. Uh, they do a lot of wonderful things. It's so, so fulfilling for me personally. I definitely wish I would have got involved in some of the community stuff and with this group, especially uh, earlier in my career a little bit, definitely. What, what got you involved with that group uh, in the first place? Yeah, um, you know it's funny. I was I was up for one of these um, forty under forty things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so they're calling me and they're interviewing me, and this was like a year and a half ago. Okay. Um, and they're like, "Well, okay, what do you do business wise? Cool, that's impressive. Whatever. What, what what's this? Okay, that's great." And then they got to the portion where they said, "Well, what do you do for the community?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know. Cornwall <laughs> Baker has a Toys for Tots drive. I don't okay. know. You know, right, right. sell houses." Sure. Um, and so it really got me thinking, and and. That was one of the things I put on my business plan going into last year, this year, 2018, hmm. was becoming more com community involved, getting involved with more community influencers, getting yeah. in front of people, um, things like that more often. Called up uh, a friend of mine, Linda Weiss, who's the CEO of the conservatory. It sort of just sat her down for lunch and we were talking about what, what I can kind of do to help them and if she knew a lot of places um, in town that I could maybe help out with. She was real influential in the city. Uh, and then about three months later, you know, she invited me to be on the board. I applied to get on, and, and now I'm on this really prestigious board with some amazing business people in town. Um, some awesome thought sharing, and, and overall, the kids are just, it's great. It's a fantastic organization, for mm -hmm. sure. So, um, And again, to go back to the business plan, I think yeah. it's amazing how quick it happens. I put on my business plan 
going into 2018. Hmm. And then March of 2018, I'm on this like unbelievable, prestigious esteem board. Um, and it's just so, so fulfilling. So but I think you mentioned up a really good point. Uh, you know, first of all, is planning that out and really reverse engineering what you need to do. Here's the goal, here's mm -hmm. the steps I need to take, and then taking the action to implement it. Um, I think that's a takeaway for so many people. Uh, right off the bat is just you scheduling out your time. Uh, I think that's crucially important for any successful professional, no matter what business you're in, is, is looking at your time. And, you know, people say time management, time blocking. It's personal management. Mm -hmm. We all have the same amount of time. It's really just making sure that we're doing the right things at the right time with the right people that Love really that. matter and impact. So mm -hmm. I, I think that takeaway, if you're not structured, if you're just kind of flying by the seat of your pants, and you really want to take it up, you gotta block it out. You gotta figure out what yep. your priorities yep. are and reverse engineer those. So that's great advice. And it's so easy to let your year just go by. Yeah. Right? Sure. Oh my uh, gosh, it's it's yeah. January. Oh, man, it's, what happened? It's June. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't tackle any of this stuff, right? So really set those goals. Set set a snapshot of what you like your life to do. I know um, Shannon Schinkel is a thought partner of mine. She's big on dream boards. I don't do a lot of the dream boards, sure. but I use my business plan as basically a written dream board. Okay. So however you digest it put it out there, hmm. put it out there, hold yourself accountable to that, right. and check in constantly with yourself. Hmm. No doubt about that, it. That's good. And then as far as the community, I love that you're involved with that. And I think that uh, more and more professionals really need to focus on that. And I get it, there's a, there's a time and a place in our life where we feel like we have the ability to do so and give back. But the more of that, it's it's not just the monetary portion that you're looking at, it's you're doing the right thing. And, and that's a big portion of the Titans. It isn't just production, it isn't just overall commissions or whatever, volume, it's really what you guys are doing as real estate professionals. To get out there to everybody know that you know, you're not all created equal, and yeah. you do care, and there are things that inspire you and move forward. It's not just about real estate. So I'm glad that you fit that. And it's so here. fulfilling. It's so fulfilling, really, right. when you get into it, it's so fulfilling. We, we uh, owe this city a lot. The city gives us a lot, for sure. Um, you know, we sell real estate. We're very, very blessed to sell real estate in an amazing city. Um, that's grown at a great time for a lot of us, for sure, um, and, and is an easy sell for us. You know, we get people coming in from out of town. You get the mountains. You get the awesome weather, the sunshine every day. Yeah. Um, it makes it for an easy sell, for sure. So to give back feels great. Uh, the organization feels great. Um, it just it gives you so much beyond any kind of financial gain or anything like that, for sure. It's fantastic. fantastic. Well, cool. Thanks, Greg. So, uh, but let's go into the advisory portion of this and the, kind of the feeding of the mind. So a lot of the viewers out there, you know, you, you got to do it, man. You really gotta do. It. You know, a, a lot of the, a lot of the titans are just constantly growing and educating, sure. and you know, kind of putting the pieces of the puzzle together. So if you could, yeah. you listen to influences of social media. What are you feeding your mind? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and again, great point on on feeding your mind every year for our business planning. Not only do I look at what I want next year to look like. But what am I changing in my game, right? What tweaks am I doing? What am I mixing? Um, my listing, my listing presentation, I'll redo every year, hmm. um, adjust anything I need to add to my buyer presentation, to anything like that that you're changing. Okay. Make sure you're keeping that fresh. Wow. Uh, it's so easy to let that get stale, and all of a sudden you're using a listing presentation from 2009 <laughs> in 2019, right? right? I have a friend who did that. I'm not going to call him out. I'll take your listing presentation. <laughs> you got to fix that, whoever you are. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you know, I think there's I think there's a couple kinds. I think there's the like the Gary V pump you up, get ready to go kind of thing. I know a lot of people um, like him, and he's definitely gets your juices flowing a little bit for sure. Um, I do. It's important to me that I spend at least thirty minutes to an hour a day 
reading about the real estate market and other markets and uh, sort of just the industry as a whole. Inman is great for that. Um, they have a lot of different content, whether it be stuff on house preparation, um, the real estate market as a whole throughout the country, anything like that. Inman's a really great resource for that. Uh, Grant Cardone is fantastic for some very simple tips um, that are very digestible on wealth building within sure. your own personal, personal finances. Um, some of that's really, really good. Um, and there's a lot of good places to get content, really, mm -hmm. just going out and making yourself, make sure, again, like everything, you block the time and you make it a priority to soak that in. Sure. Because um, it's very, very easy to get busy and get running around and all of a sudden uh, you're spending all that time in the car with clients or out working and not feeding that brain, for sure. It's right. definitely important that we continue uh, to sharpen our knife sharpen our skill set and continue to get better and better, no doubt about it. Wow, that's huge. And, and that's you had a lot of good uh, takeaways in there. So just so everybody knows, as usual, I'll have the uh, links in the comments down below uh, so that you can follow along and feed your mind the same way Greg does. So this is great stuff. So Greg, this has been chock full of amazing information, lots so, of takeaways. This is huge. So we'll wrap <laughs> everything up with a final question. Okay. Uh, when it comes down to it, if you could sum up you as a man, you as a brand, uh, with a quote or a mantra that you live by, what does that look like for you? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't really have a set quote that I can give you. That's a one. That's a one-page takeaway. But I think the biggest thing is, um, especially in this business, I think it's such a humbling business, such a business that um, will put you in your place at times for sure. Uh, I always uh, a good friend of mine in the office will always compare it to sort of like a baseball season. It's a very very long season. Hmm. There's ups. There's down. There's hot streaks. There's slumps. Uh, and just keep focused, keep, keep steady. I think that's one thing that I've learned to be very good at in my life is compartmentalizing and staying very, very steady. Um, whatever's happening sort of in my personal life or in my business, uh, I tend to be able to, to sort of keep the ship going where it needs to go. So um, stick to it, stay, stay strong, stay tough. Uh, you know, don't get off course and, and keep pushing always is, is I think the biggest thing. I love it, Greg. That's huge for everybody, man. And, and, and again, thank you so much for taking the time. You are yeah, an official Thanks for coming realistic. to my casa. Yeah, Appreciate no, it. this is great. And I wish you guys <laughs> could see the view out there. It's beautiful. We just needed to do it for the lighting and everything. But uh, you're an official real estate titan, my friend. I'm super excited I made about it. this. I the he, show. He's there. He's there. <laughs> the, the other Greg. The other Greg. So whoever said that, that was, that was really funny. But uh, thanks so much for your time and attention, your love and support. As always, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different titan, a different location. We'll catch you guys in the next live episode of Real Real estate titans. Take care.